The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. Powerful Dom Irera. Joe, you know how we're always doing the Irish accents to each other? Yeah, why is that? Why do we do Joe Rogan. We've been doing that for, for fuck's sake, decades. Joe. Well, I went to Ireland, <laughs> right? I go to Ireland, unbelievable. I mean, it was like, I, to- I told you over the phone, but uh, I go in and uh, I'm in Galway. Damarera, for fuck's sake, we heard you with Joe Rogan. We love the show. And one kid goes, I started doing martial arts because of Joe. Do you realize you're having an effect around the world? That's beautiful. This is Galway and Kilkenny. This isn't even Dublin. Well, you know what? I don't think men are represented fairly in the media. I don't think there's enough actual, you know, yeah. guys that are telling you what, what's what's really going on from their honest perspective mm-hmm. as someone that you can relate to. You know, I think a lot of people are full of shit. And I think a lot of men could use some martial arts training. It's I good think, for you. I think martial arts and comedy is a great great mix. It does work. Oh, yeah. It seems like it wouldn't, but it really does work. You know, when I was a, when I was a martial arts guy only and I got into comedy, I was almost embarrassed of being like having something to do with martial arts because it seems so douchey. It doesn't seem like that would like that would be funny at all. Joe, even people that beat the shit out of other people want to have a laugh once in a while. <laughs> they want to relax too. <laughs> yeah, comedy is great for you. Martial arts great for you. Everybody and, and it's beautiful when I hear stuff like that. That, that somebody is. Uh, oh, it was great. I, I I got such a kick out of it. I mean, it happened every night. Every night, guys came because they heard me on the podcast. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I get people sending me pictures of their kale shakes because I drink <laughs> kale shakes every morning. Uh-huh. So I got a lot of people doing this. Kevin James got me onto it. Kevin James lost uh, eighty pounds for this movie where he played an Did MMA fighter. Yeah. And looked fucking fantastic. His fucking face became thin. He always told me how strong he was. He's an animal. He, Kevin James loves to eat. He eats like a motherfucker. But physically, that guy, is a, he's a bear, dude. He's a big, boned, he hits hard. He's a big, scary motherfucker. And he, you know, he really could have been a fighter if he ever chose to go down that path. He has, like, serious power, like, especially in his hands. But, like, he, he hit mitts with Mark Delagrati. And I was watching him hit the mitts. Like, he's like a real athlete, even though he's this... Yeah, big yeah. guy. So he lost all this weight and he looked so good. I was so blown away. I was like, what the fuck did you do? And he said, the most important thing is everything I switched to an all vegetable diet. Everything was vegetables. Every, he didn't need any animal products at all. And he did this for a long time. He went back to it eventually. But he would have a kale shake every morning. And the idea was you, you have this uh, thing called a Vitamix. You throw kale, cucumber, mm. celery, pears. God, and then I throw ginger and garlic in there, Meat raw balls. garlic. <laughs> and it tastes like ass. I mean, it's it's barely eatable. You just sort of, uh, every time I do it, it's like a little victory. Like there, right. I just get won. It down. I got through that. Next, I, yeah. the next day I win again. You know, every time I do it, I feel like I win. But well, when we but, had that, oh, go ahead. But I was just saying, for, but nutrient wise, it's like incredibly dense. It opens up your bowels. Your shit comes out like like it's just <laughs> lubed up and on a re, you know one of those uh, water slides. And that's what it's like. It's like your body. You feel like way healthier. <laughs> water slide shit. That's what I've always wanted. Shits are spectacular. My shits when I have I, these. You kettle, wish you could invite people to one of your shittings. I don't wish I did. <laughs> I wish people could. If I could like record it and then play it back for you, you could feel how great it feels oh, when it's so. It's always Christmas, Joe. Effortlessly <laughs> pours out of my ass. Ah, and uh, then it's sometimes good to be back on the show. My shit's entirely green. <laughs> You're kidding. Goes right through me entirely <laughs> green. It's crazy. 
And it's like, man, how clean is my asshole? My asshole is like vegetable it's, fresh. It's Martian is. Yeah. So it's, that's what I learned from Kevin. And that's like people send me these pictures now all the time of their kale shakes. Like, you know, you know, like all the time on Twitter. <laughs> you know when we went to dinner? Went to <laughs> Go dinner. see my kale shake, Joe. <laughs> we went to dinner at the Palm that night yeah. at the steakhouse. Yeah. Great place. And I huh? noticed, yeah, Kevin was in a great mood talking laughing as soon as the food came he was like on a mission <laughs> he didn't fucking look up like it was his last meal well that's when kevin had gotten back to eating again oh yeah okay. that was because he had really like restri- he's all in or nothing he's like yeah, he's yeah. kind of like me in a lot of ways he's we're very similar and one of the ways is that we get crazy about things you know he'll get crazy about golf and just like fucking want to play golf all day for right. a year well that's so yeah. you're like that in pool yeah. i mean i got real problems you're starting to warm up <laughs> after three hours joe i'm tired i i, I played a, a just dude, woman uh, uh, the other day and we only played a race to five and it was like god it was such a tease i wasn't even warmed up yet it was so uh, i can uh, for me pool is like a three or four hour experiment experience well you have that long time like i said i said to you you have the marathon run, runner and i have a sprinter mentality like when i'm on stage if i'm doing really well i can't wait to get the fuck off because <laughs> i'm doing really well i want 45 minutes i'm out of there bing and, bang boom yeah but you like you love to like be up there for a couple hours and yeah, and it's great i mean i think I, only if i can maintain the energy and i've um, never seen you not well i think it's uh, also you have to factor in the audience's energy so i don't do shows as long as i used to do i've done some stupid like two and a half hour shows and the problem with that is people don't want to hear you talk for two and a half hours. After a while, they're bored. It's like, and then the end of it, it was always, it always it became like this question and answer section. Right. And it, uh, f- it felt to me like what I was doing was I was having this killer hour and 10 minutes of comedy, and then I was ending it with like an hour of mediocrity. And uh-huh. I was like, this is like the question and answer sometimes would be awesome, but sometimes it would just sort of become a fucking yell fest, people yelling shit and just become gross. And Well, some of that, you know, the Dave, <laughs> Ch- you know, the Dave Chappelle thing with the five hours? Yes. And I said to the... Uh, I think it was up to seven. Okay, whatever, but uh, something ridiculous. And I yeah. said to the the booker of the club, I said, did he do material? She goes, it was all new material. I said, well, I don't believe that. So I asked the staff, they go, for material? He asked one guy where he was from three times. The guy says, I'm still from Pittsburgh. Ah! <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I, you know, if if people are willing to just sit there and you just sit sit around talking, yeah. is that still stand up? You know, it's like your stand up is uh, your. You're a craftsman. When you go up there, you got jokes, you got punchlines, you got setups. You got you can't wait to get to them because they're killer. But I have no idea how to write. I swear to God, <laughs> that's I have not no, true. I don't. I I don't have any idea how, how to write you a say joke that? because it has to come out. Uh, in, a, in, its, in its own way I don't know how to like Mathematically Remember Rita Rudner Uh huh People like that Are like joke technicians Right And I know you, Do you know how to write a joke Or you just say funny things I just write What I do is I write And I write blogs Like blog entries yeah. And then in the In writing about something Since there's no pressure To be funny Yeah Then I get the ideas For jokes out of that or I have ideas and I'll slowly work them out on stage. I do a bunch of different ways. Sometimes I don't have anything written. It's just this idea that's been fucking with me. And then I'll go on stage and I try it one way. And then I say, well, I was, that, that idea was missing something. Yeah. And I'll try it another way the next time. Until eventually I get it. I had dreams uh, last two uh, weeks of shit that was killing in my dream. <laughs> I was, I you told me that when oh, we were yeah, playing t- pool. Right. Oh, yeah. And I had another one <laughs> since then. But I was having this dream about organic alcohol what was the one that you told me in, when we were playing pool about relief pitchers yes yes i had this dream <laughs> like a, I don't know, a fucking seventy thousand people i'm going what's up with relief pitchers 
I mean, you know, it's a relief if they get off. You know, it's like like such stupid non-joke. <laughs> and I'm, I'm fucking like, there was a part of me that I think I knew I was asleep and I thought I can't wait to wake up to fucking write this down. Oh, and that's was nothing, hilarious. Nothing was funny. It was so unfunny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> and you were killing in I your dreams. I was dream. killing my fucking th- throngs of people. I know I've done that before. I know I've had dreams where I was killing on stage. I couldn't remember. I'm going, oh, God, this is the best stuff I've ever written. Yeah. And I couldn't wait to write it down. Then I woke up and I'm like, what are you talking about, You ever idiot? wake up laughing, Joe? Sometimes, yeah. I had yeah. a dream when I was first moving to New York. And my dream was I had a job and it was involved. I had to sit in soup to see how long scientists would stand around with these charts, see how long it took soup to cool. And it was chicken gumbo sh- soup, right? And I remember sitting in the soup. And it's like, wow, oh, it's fucking ah, ah, ah. And then I sit down and I turn to the camera. There's a camera in my dream. And I go, hey, $8 an hour for sitting in soup? How bad could it be? <laughs> <laughs> then I moved to New York. And then the rest is history. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I think if you laugh a lot and you're used to laughing a lot, it's more likely that you're going to laugh in, in dreams. Yeah, I wonder if Bert Kreischer just sits there and laughs like nonstop in his dreams. Bert is, I'll tell you what, Bert is a happy motherfucker right now. That guy is, uh, that guy, I've never met anybody who's like more thankful for like his success and like things that are going well in his life and so happy. He's such a happy, nice guy. I always wonder about guys who are always depressed, like Mark Marin. Yeah. Like, I love Mark. But Mark is one of those guys that was always so depressed. Now he's successful, and he's got a really nice girlfriend. I go, is this bothering you? He goes, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my feelings. Because I'm so used to, he's so used to being miserable. He's got to be careful, man, because that all that is really bad for you. All that years of, and that's not like woo-woo that's like that's real. The years of harboring resentment and bad feelings and selfishness like that, all that negativity, that fucks with you, man. It keeps you from sleeping. Well, right. He seems better to me, though. I'm obviously. sure it is. I'm, I'm sure he is. I mean, he's a smart guy. He knows. Yeah. I mean, he's been one of the things is doing a podcast where you rel- very, very um, openly bear your soul. Yeah. I mean, he like when he does these like monologues where mm-hmm. he talks about things in the beginning of his uh, yeah. his podcast. He's being uh, you know, he's very honest about all of his transgressions and his th- thoughts about him in the past and all sorts of different things. So I think it's like super therapeutic in a way to do something like that. Like you can really get over your shit when you broadcast it. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I think um, I think we all have a tendency. It's, it's so easy to go towards the negative. It's just so dangerous. It's so dangerous to think that that's the more profound way to think. It's so it's so fucking stupid for you. I never really let somebody else's uh, success diminish me. I just thought, like, I remember you never one, have. You've never been a jealous guy never, ever about anybody. Like, somebody said one time about Eddie Murphy. Does it bother you? I said, what the fuck does Eddie Murphy have to do with me? He's tremendously talented. Yeah. It's not like if he didn't do 48 hours, I would have. Well, you know what I yeah. always loved about you, Dom? And um, not just that you were a great comic, but you really love stand-up comedy. Like, there wasn't, there's always, everyone had this idea at some point in time in comedy that, you did. I mean, not everyone, but a lot of people in Hollywood. You you did. Uh, you put together an act, and then you got a sitcom, right. and then you got a sitcom, and then you went from a sitcom to a movie career, and that's the only way to do it. Yeah. And any way else is not fun. But you you were like, I like being a comic. I'm, I I'm gonna come. I'm making plenty of money. They're like, yeah. I got a nice car. I live in a nice house. Like, what the what fuck do, do you want what from what me? What do I need? Yeah, yeah. what do you want from I'm me? Like, what else? <laughs> yeah. You, one, one guy says to me, he goes, What else you got coming up? Did I ever tell you this? <laughs> He's like the deli man. What else? What else? Another. That's all you're gonna. Have? 
and I said to him, like, well, I got this Nickelodeon, really cool, uh, got a movie, and we're going to series. Because you got anything big coming up? <laughs> what the fuck big you got coming up? A Jiffy Loop, <laughs> a new muffler? I don't bother. I don't. I don't judge other people's careers. It's a funny thing though. Like people will talk shit. I've seen so many people um, talk shit on Twitter about random people's careers. Like whatever happened to R.I.P. to this guy's career? Yeah. Like who the fuck are you? Like what do you? Right. What? Why is that? What is that weird free shot? That's that's oh, a, I know. That's well, a bizarre thing. Right. Like sports writers who couldn't make their grade school football teams are critiquing guys like Roman critiquing guys that were great players yeah. they never played they never played anything well I've critiqued fighters I've never fought, well I fought kickboxing and taekwondo but I've never fought an MMA fight all I do is yeah but you would have if you if it came up when you were coming up it would have you would have fought them yeah I would have and I'd probably be I probably I'd probably be a mess right now Right about now, physically. Oh, I'll never forget the fight that <laughs> I came to see you and the mother and the sister were sitting next to me, the guy that got knocked out. Oh, That's when all re- the time. reality hits you, when you <clears throat> sit next to the relatives. Yeah, well, especially if they get badly KO'd. That's a, there's a visceral fear that comes from people getting badly KO'd because it looks, you know, like they're done. Oh, the Guy gets head kicked or something. <laughs> do you remember when we went to that fight in Vegas and the guy got hit and the ref caught him? He I was, do. He was so light. You remember it was Felix Trinidad. Really? Yeah, yeah. We saw Felix Trinidad. Um, I forget who he was fighting, but it was uh, when Trinidad was really coming up. It was uh, when he was light. I think it was a welterweight fight. But yeah, he caught him with a left hook. Bam! Dropped him. Felix Trinidad had a wicked left but hook. But the ref caught it. Was yep. that the one the ref caught yep. the guy before he hit the ground? Yep. So at least the yep. back of his head didn't hit. Just the front of his head was hurt. Yeah, we saw a couple great <laughs> fights in Vegas. I don't remember who else we saw fight there, but I remember we saw a couple good fights there. Boxing live is weird. Like, uh, you know, I'm used to it at the UFC because I'm the voice of it. Yeah. But it's weird when you're sitting there and you don't hear any commentary. You're yeah. Just yeah watching guys just fucking get the shit kicked out of each other. Yeah. You know, when you're seeing it's it just live. the sounds of it yeah. and the sweat and the blood. Yeah. The impact sounds and the O's of the audience. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. I told you what I realized after seeing that stuff. When I, and I want to do it again. You know, I loved it. But I love violence. I, just, <laughs> I do. I love I just don't like fake violence. Like, I don't like violent movies because I don't like that. I don't like seeing somebody like Joe Pesci be able to beat some 25-year-old stud because he's the star. Right, right, you know, right. I just don't buy that shit. Get out of here. You know, it's like. Yeah. Man. You know, Joe Pesci almost got beat up by the bouncer at the Laugh Factory. Oh, you know that story, right? Yeah. That was Red. <laughs> Red was the mulatto guy. He looked like a human wall. Well, this was a different story then, because I was talking about Ken. Big oh. Ken, the rapper. Oh, it was Ken? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Red, because no. that the one where he says, uh, you ain't in a, this ain't, this yeah. ain't a movie? This ain't then? no movie, motherfucker. Oh, Ken, right. Ken was, he was a big... <laughs> oh, it was big, Ken. Yeah. Oh, okay. You remember Ken, right? Yeah, 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 of course. Ken was a big fucking dude. Yeah, He was yeah. a football player and a, and a rapper. And uh, apparently something happened, and Joe Pesci got, he tried to go crazy with him. He got he yelled he at him or something, yeah. and Ken was like, this is a fucking movie, bitch. And he got fired. <laughs> Ken got fired. Did he get fired for yeah, that? Yeah, Really? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. That's sad. That makes me sad, Jamie Masada. You'll have to come on the podcast buddy, and bust his Buddy, ball. it's only business, buddy. I want you to come on that podcast. What am I going to do, buddy? <laughs> buddy. The yeah. guy scream. He scream <laughs> at this guy's fucking movie star, buddy. <laughs> People that see the podcast are saying, who's the Mexican with you? <laughs> They're asking. He's a crazy story. Jamie Masada, the owner of the Laugh Factory, was a dishwasher at the comedy store. Yeah. And he decided to pool together some money and start his own fucking business. What kind of money did he get together that he bought the Laugh Factory well, On stage, I always say that he came over here as a, as a, uh, he was a Jewish guy from through Iran, through Israel. He came over here as a, a, as a Jew, uh, busted, broke. 
which for a Jew is like a couple million dollars. <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the uh, the podcast is called Dom Rare at the Laugh Factory Live. Live oh. at the Laugh Factory, something like that. So it's, and it's when a, when did you start doing this? How about many weeks? four weeks ago. Oh, that's awesome. Ago. Yeah. You're, this is perfect. The podcast for you is perfect. We're hoping to get Joe Rogan. I hear he's going to do it. Hey. <laughs> Once he gets back from Brazil with his fancy friends. And who are you doing today? Tony Rock. Tony Rock. Powerful Tony Rock. He's funny, man. Tony's good, yeah. He's very funny. I remember uh, I saw him uh, years ago, and then I saw him like recently, like uh, maybe six months ago or so, maybe a year so ago. much better. Woo! He got really good. Yeah, it's getting interesting yeah. to see love it click that. in. I love watching people get good at anything. Yeah. You know, whether it's jujitsu or comedy, or I love watching people get good at pool. I just love watching people figure shit out. I love knowing that, that that whole process of figuring shit out is possible. I love people when their fucking life is falling apart and they pull it together. Yeah. I love that shit. I love it. It's one of my favorite things in life. A goddamn Rocky movie. I got to do it. I'm starting to reach the depths of alcoholism. I have, for real? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we talked about the whole Xanax thing. You got to try marijuana, Dominic. I think I do. I think you do. I, gonna make it. I don't like smoke, though. I think you, well, you don't have to. You can eat it. There you go. Have Joey some, Diaz style. Don't give him Jesus Christ. Probably, I got to drive. First of all, you got to do legit. Yeah, yeah. you got to drive. And then you should do it legit. Get a license. You know. Yeah. You could, you could get a marijuana prescription for. I always wanted to take a couple of hits. Various it's been a ailments. While. Well, it's good for your glaucoma. Maybe too, uh, right? next time you do the podcast, we'll plan it out. So I'm driving. You don't have to worry about driving anywhere. And we'll bake you out on air. Okay. What do you yeah. think? Good? But suppose I get paranoid. Well, that's very likely. That's very likely. But how much does it take to get you high? How many? Just a little bit. Yeah. This is really strong weed. You know, yeah. they keep talking about that in the news. And uh, we've talked about this on the podcast before. There's the numbers of. Uh, you know, uh, the, the T- THC is so high that this is not your father's marijuana. It's totally true. It's fucking really strong weed now. Wow. But it's still not going to hurt you. It's not going to kill you. Like How long you, does it take to wear out? It's not dangerous. It just freaks you out. You could take hours depending on your body. Oh, That's the only thing. I don't like getting stuck in something. Yeah. If I don't like it. Well, it could be an issue. Hey, Stanhope, th- he doesn't like it. Stanhope hates weed. Really? See, I like alcohol. Yeah. I like anything damn. Yeah. Did I tell you that one of my best friends is prosecuting the uh, Sandusky case? Oh my God, really? And he, I knew about this like over a year and a half ago, but they didn't. They had been gathering evidence, Ugh. and it's really interesting. I mean, it's we were doing like role playing and trying to see what Sandusky would stay if he took the stand. His wife's on the stand today. Wow! Can you imagine? That's he, crazy. Oh my God! And like we're doing things like why would ten kids, you know, embarrass themselves and come out? Well, I don't know. Maybe uh, they misremembered it. I love that misremember. What bullshit. It's so scary. The whole story is so scary because they protected him. Yeah. They protected that guy, you know? When when people freaked out, when everybody went on a a goddamn rampage because Joe Paterno got fired, I wonder what information they had, you know? I mean... Oh, Joe, wouldn't you just go to the cops? Oh, yeah, you have to go to the cops. Why would you go for the chain of command? What is this, Nazi Germany? I don't understand. I don't understand what happened. commandant? I don't understand what happened. Well, well, what they said happened was he went to another assistant coach. He went to his father, and then they went to Paterno, and Paterno (laughs) went to somebody else. I would have gone to the cops right away. If I see somebody hurting a kid, bam, I'm out of there. And how do you not beat him to death right there on the spot? Yeah. You know, that's got to be an instinct, too. Sure. You'd want to beat him to death. That guy's raping a boy. Oh, the whole thing is just so creepy. If it really happened the way they're saying it happened, 
I mean, I, I'm assuming at this point in time that he's he's guilty. I well, mean, I guess no, that, that's why, not. Why would all these kids come in? Yeah, you're right. No, they I don't mean, have. Sim- they didn't yeah. come from the same. I'm club. not. Ar- I would certainly not argue yeah. it, but I just you know for the sake of being fair, the whole thing is fucking horrifying. It's it's so terrifying. It's so terrifying that they had this monster and protected. They, 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 if that's really the case, yeah, that's so scary to me. It is. Well, and it's Catholic, else, Catholic Church type stuff. How else could they not know? I mean, how could they not know? The Catholic Church type stuff is fucking horrifying, Tom. We used to have a priest that molested us when I was in summer, in, uh, summer camp. Really? He never got me because I was such a nut. I was always a light sleeper and afraid of the dark, like a real man. <laughs> and uh, I would have a flashlight on under my uh, under my sheets. Oh, so wow. I never, never. You know, I, I slept real light, you know, but. He, we, and we knew about it, and nobody said anything because he was a priest. Oh, my God. And, th- and then they just had a whole thing about him. Even though he's dead, they condemned his actions and stuff in the Philly papers recently. What did he used to do? He would just, like, you know, jerk off kids in their sleep or whatever, oh play with them or whatever. God. I don't, think he di- I don't think he did any of the Sandusky-type level stuff because it was mostly a sleep thing. It's amazing when you find out how many of them. Oh, my been. God. Yeah, well, apparently the uh, whole... Uh, and not having sex thing, abstinence thing doesn't work. Well, not only does it not work, like it's who is signing up for that? It's not like you go to a different heaven than me. All yeah. I have to do is be a good guy and follow God's word, and I go to heaven too. Right. And you don't get pussy. I get to fuck my wife, right. and you don't get. But that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. That's that's no na- no natural person. No, would accept I mean that. You're, something it's, wrong it's, with you. In it's the bad first for your place. prostate not yeah. to come. It is. You can yeah. get prostate cancer. Yeah. It's terrible, and 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 not only is it terrible, like how. How could it, uh, an organization exist that has this many people that fuck kids? Could you imagine if they just started up tomorrow? Yeah. If the Catholic Church started up tomorrow and all of a sudden, you know, like there was no Catholic Church. And then all of a sudden they said, listen, we just found this new religion. It's, uh, it's we're really sure this is what Jesus really meant. And they just started fucking kids. And 20% of us <laughs> fuck kids. The rest of <laughs> like right away, people would stop it. They would go, what the fuck are you doing? You can't, you can't do this. this well, is- you know, the shifting of the people was just as bad as some of the acts. It's horrible. So you're putting a predator in a new area. Well, that was Ratzinger, the guy who's the Pope right now. The, right. He was in charge of that shit. You know what he said about, yeah, he said something about why, because Ireland, the the churches are empty. And they said, why, uh, you know, with, the, with so much molestation, he said, it's a mystery. Well, what the fuck? That, what kind of answer is that? Like, everything's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's not, not a mystery. The universe is smart. Irish people are fucking smart. Yeah. That's why. They are smart. They are smart. They're smart as fuck. I love doing stand-up up there. They're, right. they're, they're rowdy, smart people. And they're not, they're not buying your bullshit. You can only fuck their kids for so long. The rest of the world has to catch up. <laughs> That's right. Ireland's figured it out. Yeah, what you are, can't fuck our kids, I've asshole. Been, I've been going to kill Kenny uh, more than any of the other Americans. You know, they, I really know a lot of people there. And it's so fun. I go in to the grocery store next to the hotel, and uh, this Asian guy calls me Damarena. Damarena. He goes, uh, an Asian guy with an Irish accent? <laughs> it's half Irish, half Asian. I can't do it. And he goes, uh, <laughs> He says, uh, he makes me you gotta a sandwich. You got to try it. You got to try it. <laughs> he makes me a sandwich. He goes, uh, Tamarena, uh, this on me. Uh, you don't, you, you come back again next year, right? I thought, how fucking nice is that? Like a, 8,000 miles away from my house. You got a, guy, a friend. Yeah, giving me a sandwich, you know, like, thanks a lot, mister. A free sandwich. But it was really, really cool of him. What is cool when you go to a place and you, you develop like friends that you see like once a year? Oh, yeah. Know? It is nice. That's one oh, of the nice walk- aspects of the road. Absolutely. I mean, a little town, Kilkenny, walking down the street. Don't worry, Dom. I heard uh, I hid the USA today for you. I know you like the sports there. Because <laughs> they're asking, they don't like basketball. They don't like. They like soccer and uh, hurling and Irish. Uh, you know the hurling. 
hurling is not it's not throwing up it's, it's, it's like fucking rugby with sticks it's such a crazy what? game oh it's a crazy game oh yeah, my you'll have to god look it up. dude i've never heard that throw that shit up it's hurling like a rougher si- side of lacrosse yeah. irish people are savages they're fun i'll tell you, you know what i did joe i'm telling you i have a problem with drinking i actually told the audience i give up you win i can't compete i came here thinking i was an alcoholic i realized i'm a moderate social drinker you fucking people win I've never met people less uh, understandable that were speaking English than Northern Ireland. Oh, yeah, because they don't move their mouth. They're yeah. like ventriloquist. <laughs> oh, my God. Look <laughs> at this <laughs> fucking game. What are they doing? This is called hurling, huh? Yeah. Yeah, the, the Kilkenny Cats are the local team. So they're, they're wha- they must hit the fuck out of each other with those oh, sticks, Oh, yeah, they too. do. Oh, my An God. An axe-shaped stick. Look at this. Oh, this is crazy. They're smashing them into each other. 3,000 years of sporting heritage. Oh, what a crazy-ass game. They're beating the fuck out of each other with these sticks. Oh, my God. Oh, and they run right into each other full clip. And that's why they think American football is such pussies, because they have so much equipment on. Oh, this is is the craziest game ever. I did not know this existed. How can I be alive for this long? Oh, there's no rules. This guy just grabbed the ball, threw it up in the air, and then hit it. Did you say you no even, rules or <laughs> new rules? <laughs> new rules. <laughs> yeah. These guys are animals. How long, the, how long have you known about this? Since I've been going there. You know, I, I used to wear their shirt when I could still fit into it and when I was in Montreal. Boy, I hate seeing that. Uh, look at me, the image. I have no idea that I look like that. It's like a cat without whiskers that thinks they can get through any any small space. I have no idea how bloated I am. My eyes look like they're half open. You know, I tell you my doctor, Castiglione, said to me, he saw me in Craig Ferguson, because he uses this old kind of language. He goes, so you're fucking Ferguson. You look like a Chinaman. I said, who says Chinaman? Anymore? Yeah, last time you were here, you were talking oh, about I tell how you that. look like an Inuit. What? You, you said you were looking like an Inuit, like you were starting oh, yeah. to develop Eskimo-like. <laughs> and I could still, even at that look, I could still get women because of my act. Thank God, <laughs> thank God for my act. Powerful Dom Irera. What are you just in Atlanta? I'm in Atlanta. Uh, I was in Atlanta this week. I went great. Thanks. Punchline. And, uh, and I'm in Atlantic City on the 30th and um, 30th of June at Tropicana. Oh, nice. I was telling my friend McGettigan. Um, are tickets available for that? How do people get those tickets? I, I guess just call the Tropicana box office. If I was telling my friend McGettigan, who's doing the 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 Sandusky trial, is there any way he could plug my date? Atlantic City. He said, how can I do that? I said, well, you know, you go open with, uh, ladies and gentlemen, jury, your honor. Uh, this man, Sandusky, has caused so much pain to so many people, unlike comedian Don Marrera, who will be at the <laughs> Tropicana <laughs> on June 30th, 8 o'clock, tickets available. <laughs> That would be hilarious. Could you imagine if you actually did that? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, talk about taking the credibility away from a trial. Yeah, that might fuck up the whole trial. That yeah. might, they might get, yeah, he might get off. Yeah, you can't really joke around. You can't joke he, around He was reading some of the opening statements to me, and somebody said, well, was he reading it for you to punch it up? I go, no. Just to give, bounce it off somebody. I'm not supposed to punch so up. So he's the, he's the prosecutor? Yeah, he's the Good head prosecutor. Fucking, I send him all my positive energy. Thanks. Get that motherfucker. He's a Get him. Ge- he's a genius, man. <clears throat> I, it's amazing that a guy like Sandusky is still alive. You know, with all the negative shit oh, that yeah. that guy's done. How is his body still holding up? How is but he still alive? How about when he waves to people like he's running for office? He gets, yeah, he's smiling and shit. Really? You can see how psychotic he is. I mean, if anybody uh. else accused, if you're innocent, if uh. you're accused of all this, you'd be out of your fucking uh. mind. 
Ugh, it's so weird to even think about it, man. It's, it's so sick and gross. Ugh, this is so few things in life that disturb people more than someone taking advantage of children. Oh, because they the know worst. that the whole future is that kid's future's fucked. You're poisoning that kid's mind. Well, that's the one thing in prison. They say that child molesters get their ass kicked. Yeah, of course, because a lot of people are child. Uh, there, a lot of people are tortured. Victims, yeah, yeah as children. It's they, fucking. They said, I love when people go, I hope they do that to him in jail, but who's going to want to fuck him? That yeah. fucking stretched out gray ass. Oh. I well, they're they're going to kill him. If he goes in the general population, yeah. they'll beat him to death. Well, eventually. he's 69 now, right? Yeah. yeah and then they put him, if they put him in um, you know, sil- solitary and isolation, I mean, it seems like they're just going to convict him. I mean, it just it seems like the evidence is pretty overwhelming. Yeah, you know what the problem is with these kind of trials? It has to be 100%. It can't be a hung jury. If one person... Right. Is not sure, then they have to do a retrial. This one seems so crazy, though. Oh, it's yeah. like it almost need, requires a second case. It requires him to be guilty, <clears throat> and then you to go back to the whole school and everyone involved. And go, How the fuck didn't you see this? Well, that's going to come down yeah. after this. The president, the guys who resigned, are going to. Yeah, they I mean, have their day they, in court. Well, Paterno's dead, right? Didn't he die? Yeah, he died. <laughs> yeah. That killed him too. I mean, he had cancer, him. but I mean, he would have. He would have fought it. He just was a, a beaten man. I mean, what a terrible position to be in, you know? Imagine having all those years of that incredible uh, success, and he was king of Nittany Valley, you know, Penn yeah. State, and then boom. Fuck, man. It just shows you this ain't a fucking movie. This yeah. ain't a movie. This this world is strange. It operates. It's fucking strange. And, you know, they're famous for their linebackers. They called it Linebacker U, and you know who was the coach of the linebackers? Sandusky. Sandusky. So he was a Christ. he was a, a revered, 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 yeah. revered. <laughs> a coach. All of them turned into Irwin Corey. Remember, I feel he was revered. <sighs> wow, yeah. that's nuts. Well, there's a lot of guys who do really good at uh, coaching because they really like men. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, wouldn't I, you? People you're really put, looking out for him. Yeah, people put themselves in situations like that's what's scary about it. Cause some people really do love kids and they love to see them successful. And I mean, I was a great fourth grade teacher because I fucking loved the kids. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I says, I don't care. I says, do what you, you know, I want you to ha- be happy. I want you right. to have high self-esteem. You learn this shit. Great. I said, but let me tell you, you're never going to be in a this. Some of this math is such bullshit. I said, you're never going to be in a bind. They go, man, if I only knew the Pythagorean theorem, I get out of this jam. Hey, it's better they have they're happy. Right. And learn, you know, I said, learn, pass the marks because I don't want to get in trouble. But basically, I want you to go to the gym and have fun in life. You know, <laughs> I, was a, I was a good teacher. I mean, that's, a, that's a great advice if you don't want any mathematicians for the rest of the, the <laughs> human history. The mathematicians history. are going to come out anyway. The kids that are a- eggheads who are br- brilliant in it. <laughs> You know, you just shouldn't force kids like that, like me, who had nothing. Is to it do. possible to teach really complex things and just make it fun? Yeah. Yeah. The only thing they couldn't understand, I could never get through to the kids, was the relativity of up and down. How there's no absolute up or down. It's relative to a point. Because we're in the universe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, you know, we're, you know, like people go, well, that's, that, they don't understand how people in Australia are not upside down. Right. Right. You know, right, I, could, right. I, I could never explain that it was from a relative point, but they're only nine, ten years old. So. Right. <clears throat> well, it is hard to grasp the whole organic spaceship thing. Oh, yeah. That I we're mean, all that, floating out here. Yeah. And we, 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 we're looking for land, looking for property, Dom, looking to settle down, put a house down. And this is permanent. No, there's nothing permanent, stupid. The no. whole earth is a convertible. Yeah. And it's flying through the universe. It's a convertible that can be easily hit by a, 
another yeah. convertible. Yeah, they and it happens. That's the whole theory about the moon's creation. The most recent theory is uh, there was Earth One, <clears throat> and uh, Earth One was like a fiery fucking ball of flame or whatever the fuck it was. Different. I don't know what what, what about it was different than Earth Two, but it got hit by another planet. And that created the moon and it changed the whole orbit of Earth and changed yeah. the atmosphere. And, and that's the reason why everything exists today. I mean, the reason why we were able to sustain life because our, our temperature is remarkably consistent because of the fact that we have a moon. You know, yeah, is that it? Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how it stays within a couple of degrees. Yeah, that's, that's part amazing. of it. Part of it is the moon. The moon keeps our orbit really steady. Somehow or another, like, it's gravity interacts with us. I don't understand it. I don't understand gravity. I mean, we're supposed to understand what makes things float in space and what makes things stick to <laughs> I those understand. things. I used to have a fear when I went to the beach that I would be sucked up into the air <sighs> and gravity wouldn't work just for me. <laughs> I swear, just that day, all of a sudden, I'm going, fuck gravity. Thanks a lot. And I can't get down. Gravity is a crazy thing to wrap your head around. That There's stuff floating. When you get outside of the gravity of the Earth, so you pass a certain distance from the Earth where it no longer pulls on you, you can float. Yeah. Like the, the Earth has... It's not that far. It's not that far. It's a few hundred miles, right? How, I mean, I mean, I mean uh, 30 think, miles or something, right? Yeah, I think it's like... Yeah. Just as soon as you get out Three of the miles? ionosphere... How many miles is it? Am I, I making know. things up? Three three hundred miles is like space shuttle. That's like um, that's where the space shuttle. Oh, it's goes. that the, the space shuttle. Yeah, they go out? to like two fifty, three hundred miles. They go like somewhere that's, around. Oh there. man, it's crazy. And then they, you know, obviously that's where the space station is. You can float around up there, but I don't know like at what height you can start floating. <laughs> <laughs> what height do you come crashing to your you, death, and what height can you just float around? Because it's that's a real fine line, man. I, w I was doing a roast with uh, <laughs> who was the first man on the moon? Uh, Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. I think it was Neil Armstrong. It was one of those guys. Buzz, Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, he was a member of yeah. the Friars Club. Oh, really? I, I did a roast, and I remember saying, "Like, what the fuck could scare you? You've been to the moon." Right. And I imagine sitting in a, in a ship going, hey, boys, we're off to the moon today. If you really went to the moon. Dun, 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 Wait a dun, second. Was it a Disney dun. film? Joe, are you telling us that nobody ever really went to the moon? I, I think it's very possible that people went to the moon. It's also very possible they faked the whole thing. Well, if they did, it was like a best orgasm I ever had. They did a good job. They got us all excited. People think I'm retarded for thinking this, and they're right. I am retarded. It's, uh, You're not retarded. I can't You're help special, it. special. Thank you. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, what is her name? Special, so special. Who is that song? I don't know. I gotta have some of your attention. Oh yeah. Patty. The fuck. The Pretenders. Oh no, uh, no, no, not the Pretenders. Yeah, I think it was the Pretenders. <laughs> was it? It was. Uh, oh fuck, I can't remember her name now. What was Tom Petty's band? The heartbreakers. 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 Why did I think he was the pretender? <laughs> <laughs> he Tom was a heartbreaker, not a pretender. I used to work with him on the old Gary Shaling show. What oh, a really? Great guy, yeah. Tom Petty's a bad We used to sing Beatles songs together. I remember when I was a kid, I was about uh, 13 years old, and this girl was telling me how cute she thought Tom Petty was. And I'd never forget this. I was like, Tom Petty is Chrissy such Hines. Chrissy Hines, thank you. And I was like, Tom Petty is such a bad motherfucker that this girl's they think he's cute. Well, because he's like cute, ugly. Because he's talented. That's he's so I'm, talented. That's the advantage of being a man. You think any yeah. guy goes Susan Boyle? Oh man, I <laughs> nope. love to bang her. Nope. Look at all the fucking awards she's won. Well, there's a few dudes out there that will marry you know famous famous monsters. There's a few girls that'll do that. That'll pick up like a good looking guy. It's kind of lost and clueless. Yeah, yeah. That happens. That does happen. You get yeah. a himbo. 
There's girls that are powerful women that have himbos. I've seen that shit. But it's not as common. No, not even close. <laughs> not even close. The women will genuinely, legitimately be attracted to some like really successful gross guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the compliment. Well, I was, I was setting you up, Tom. I wasn't. <laughs> I know you had something to say about the subject. <laughs> it's a weird uh, thing. Uh, thank God we're men. To be a woman was much, yeah. much, much more uh, you know, difficult. Really difficult. I mean, the whole thing about makeup and uh, getting ready. Oh, I was at a fucking, um, I was at a, a, well, I don't even want to say where it was. Um, I ran into uh, a woman that was very hot in like the 1970s. And now she's, uh, you know, now she's getting along in her, in her age. And she's got all this plastic surgery and shit. And it was, it was so weird to see. She's a famous person. I don't want to say her name. Not Joan Rivers. Was, I won't say it. No, it wasn't Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers looks like a cat now. Like a, a space cat. Mm -hmm. She looks like an alien. It's fucking or scary. It's weird. Egyptian. Yeah. yeah. And and I wonder if what she's doing, if that's permanent. Can you, can you like. No, it's permanent. Yeah. It's permanent. You can't, you can't like relax and stop, so. stop doing what you're doing that makes your face like that. No, I remember I work with somebody who I love, who I didn't, I don't want to really go into it. Uh, but she had had plastic surgery and kept denying it. Yeah. And when she smiled, her, when she laughed, her face didn't move. She would go. Oh it was yeah, fucking scary. That's that Botox. Yeah, could I mean, be Botox. Yeah. Or, you're shooting, you're shooting a poison into your face. Oh yeah, a guy who who, <laughs> who used to work, who used to uh, run a casino in Vegas. He had Botox, and he was going, "Give me an emotion." I go, "Happiness." And he go like this. He would never make a face. <laughs> Couldn't move his face. Why does that look better? That well, look it just better? looks tighter. I don't know if it looks better. I think you just got to deal with the fact that you're getting older, bitch. Yeah. That that shit is just weird. I need to get some Botox for my girlfriend's pussy. Ooh, oh man, Brian. you know you don't say much, but when you come in, bam, the show. Comes we to realize a while you're here, <laughs> your true talent shines. Did you feel the hope the show came yeah. to when he made <laughs> Look, that comment? He swings on a lot of pitches, and I'm trying to get him to calm down at the plate. That was my 3 p.m. halt. That was your what? 3 p.m. halt because I heard Don had to leave at three. Oh, do you have to leave at three? I can do another 15 minutes. All right, another 15 10, minutes. 10. 15. That's why you did it? Mm -hmm. Really? You planned it out? Yep. That's, you are smart, man. I, I, I take it back. He's I sort of like a suicide bomber for podcasts. <laughs> 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 yeah, you see the difference? Is your uh, podcast available on iTunes? I think it is. And what I is it? Is it under it, Laugh Factory? They started with Laugh Factory, Dom Herrera Live or something. Now it's Dom Herrera Live at the Laugh Factory. We should figure out how these people can find this, Dom. How do they find I know. Us? I should. I, that should be better. I mean, don't you think yeah. when you asked me about the Tropicana, I shouldn't have had to call it? Yeah. I better get over I got to do some press and film. Yeah. You, well, you're you're one of the great comedians of our era, and you're out here with a, a barely functional website and no, <laughs> and no, very little Twitter presence. I know. You know. Do you use the Twitter now? I see you have it. I have it. Yeah. Um, my, my goddaughter moved in with me yesterday. So with her living there, she's going to keep me updated. Oh, that's great. Yeah. There you go. Beautiful. You can't do it's it yourself? Rare at... You've given up on the fact that the rare. idea of doing it yourself. You I've done it myself it. at times, but you know, my thing is, I I have mostly sports things that come to my head. So. People like that. Bill yeah. Burr does sports shit all the time. Does he? And people get mad at him. Oh, I'm gonna unfollow you if you do one more sports quote. Fuck you! <laughs> really? He fucking get, gets real mad at you. Yeah, you I mean, should yeah, do his do show. He's fun. I would love to. He just did mine the other day. Did he have, yeah, well, he's, yeah, he's he's terrific, isn't he? Yeah, he's done this podcast. He's done the Ice House Chronicles one. That's you got to do that sometimes, Dom. That is the <laughs> most fun. He's done. The what, he done Ice House Chronicles? Yeah. 
Did you, Dom? I don't know. What oh, you did it when I wasn't here. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you did okay. it when I wasn't here. You all came the boys in, are here? Yeah, when everybody's yeah. hanging around. Oh, I love that. There's so much fun. Yeah. Well, um, not this Friday coming up, but next Friday. Are you around, Brian? Uh, I don't know. Let's do the uh, the Ice House. But I, we do have one this Friday. You have one this Friday? Yeah. Who's on this Friday? Uh, I think it's going to be mostly the Bone Zone guys, uh, but I haven't really put the the complete show together. I'll announce it next day or so. Let's set one up for the 29th. Don Barris is definitely doing it, though. Powerful Don Barris. We'll set one up for the 29th next Friday. All right, fella? All right, sexy face? Make it happen? I like that hat. But, uh, Dom, if you're ever around on a weekend, you got to come and join us. Oh, on, definitely. On one of these, these Ice House shows because they're so fun. I love that stuff. I love hanging out the with The crowds everybody. are uh, fucking amazing. The crowds are – it's all podcast fans now. I was talking to Bob Fisher about when he was saying when you tell the people to come. and well, I said I was here on a Wednesday night at midnight. There's no club in the city that's packed on Wednesday night at midnight. It's yeah. amazing. It was sold out, too. And they're, they're so fun. The, the crowds are amazing. Like and you've got just, some great fans, smart. I'm saying they're smart because they laugh at us. <laughs> well, we're super lucky. You know, I don't know. We we pulled it off somehow or another. But it's it's by, it's by, uh, it's by what those guys in Ireland were saying. It's by just... Telling people, you know, what's helped you. Telling people what you're, what you're really into. Stop pretending. Everybody tell the goddamn truth. My nephew's 20, and he, he's never been more excited about me being on anything since Hey Arnold, right, when he was a kid. <laughs> like, you know, because they don't really relate to, like, Everybody Loves Raymond and Seinfeld and all. They don't relate to any of those credits. They love this. They love, like, you with the tough, you know, AMA guy who's funny. AMA. AMA. No, Mick, Ask M- me anything. American Medical Association. <laughs> See how fucked up I am? Thank God I have a good act, Joe. Huh? <laughs> Thank you for your therapy. Well, that's hey. awesome. Well, if there's anything we could do to, to, you know, to make this world a little bit better place is uh, help the young men. Help the young men that are coming up and give them some sort of fucking perspective that's different than the one that they're getting every day, either at work or at school or in the media. Getting this perspective that you have to be some asshole doesn't exist. Yeah. Some guy who doesn't exist. You have to fucking, you know, you, you have to b- b- abide by their silly laws of political correctness. That you can't tell the truth. You can't, you can't be honest about what you like. You know, it's, it's a fucking terrible place where people have to live in, in just this shitty state of despair all the time it's I not agree. necessary i like to watch two women sometimes i get a little lazy holla <laughs> do you like watching two women what like a video well that doesn't it, really do it for me no no i don't know i mean i guess if they were right there in real life i'd be like wow it's crazy yeah. to watch i've only seen it once in real life well i've seen it a couple of times but once that was like a video where they were actually making a video and it was like one of the most um, sexless things I've ever seen. Oh, you saw them filming it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was real weird. It was. Um, they were. They were doing. One of the dudes who was a writer for news radio was a uh, porno uh, writer as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> porno writer. <laughs> He's. He, <laughs> I think you're gonna score. He dated a bunch of girls that were in the business, and uh, it was. Uh, this is a long time ago. This is like we're talking about like ninety. <sighs> Four, I guess, somewhere around then, and uh, he broke up with this girl because uh, they were uh, out at dinner, and this is when reality set into him. They were out at dinner, and uh, and she was like just like really tired, and she wasn't in. He was like, "What's the matter? Is it, did I say something?" She's like, "Oh no, it's just I had to do anal with this guy all day, and it's just God." 
Jeez, don't you hate that? And all he could think oh, of was like, can't what? wait till Friday. How does that even fit in right, right. to the world that I'm living in? How is it that the woman I love is taking, taking dick in her ass all day at work? I know. Like, what? Yeah, that's quite the job. I remember we were at the Riviera. Steve Sharippa was there. And, you know, he didn't want to go up. I mean, he didn't want to. You know, Steve is very faithful to his wife. And you know Steve, right? Yeah, sure. And he uh, he tells me, he says, want to go up and watch them shoot porn or up in the penthouse. I'll get you up there. I said, yeah, I got it. I go in, and this girl's peeing on this other girl. I go, wow, this is romantic. Where? Are they in the tub or something? Yeah. And then that night, we had we went up there, and uh, me and Sophie, Sophie wanted to see it, uh, my girlfriend, you know. Uh, and the girls needed so much attention, but when they weren't getting attention, there's one girl lays down on the piano, and she goes, you want to see my trick? And she put a, uh, you know, the, a cigar holder, that like a little capsule that they put cigars uh -huh. in, like a metal thing. She put it inside of her, and she popped it out, but she shot it so hard, it fucking hurt the girl's forehead. It was, <laughs> was, she was like, she's standing there, and the girl goes... And it goes, Can you imagine goes, oh, if it fuck. left a permanent mark? Right. <laughs> what happened to you? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Holy shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, yeah. but you're right about having the wife and, you know, a husband and wife and one one of them does porn and the other doesn't or both of them do it. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. So this dude took me to a set and uh, these girls were doing it. <clears throat> and uh, it was it was Jill Kelly and Janine. And Sadly uh, to say, I, you I, know who both of them. Fan, they're both beautiful. Janine is really yeah. Hard. And this was back in the day. She only had I don't know if she had any tattoos. Maybe she had a couple, but now she's like fully sleeved and shit. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Um, but and they were just two girls like eating each other out. And I was I was like, this is just so strange. It just feels so without the music and the whole the whole thing. Well, watching the cameras. Yeah. You know, circle them and seeing the lights and the guy with the the boom mic, and I was like, "This is so odd. It just seems so strange." <laughs> Has anybody got any gum? <laughs> it was just real. Almost, it's almost like clinical or something. Yeah, of went, course. It didn't seem like, you know, like if these are two girls and they were just sitting on the couch, and all of a sudden one girl just started eating the girl's ass, you'd be like, yeah. "Whoa, what the fuck?" Like you'd be nervous, right? You'd right. Be like, what is happening here? This is crazy. But to watch it, like, to, to go and, like, it's sort of orchestrated and action. Okay, you know, I want two fingers now. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, yeah. spit on it. Spit on right. it. Put your ass higher. Yeah. Raise your ass. I was, at the, I was at the Magic Castle, and a friend of mine, and this one of the dancers from the Shirt Tour came in, who I knew years ago. So I can just say that because there's so many of them. And we go back to my house, and we're by the pool table, and Christy, you know, my old girlfriend, comes out. And I shouldn't say her name. Well, it doesn't matter. It's not her last name. I still love you. <laughs> uh, and she has huge breasts. And they, she took her bra off and just had her T-shirt on. They're sticking straight out. And the girl just casually walks over to her, lifts her thing, and starts sucking her tits. Whoa! And me and my friend, Ollie, we don't know. We're just like there, like, holy shit. And, uh, you know... I mean, you know, Russell Peters always does that joke about like acting like he's going to jerk you off. That's a joke, you know. He's, hey, come here, let me take care of you, that tough guy. And uh, I mean, it's, it was just so odd. And I, it was sexy to a point. And then one of the girls wanted to go down, the other one, and that's where I drew the line. Imagine yeah. if there were so, as many like really openly bisexual men as there were openly bisexual yeah, it's girls. It's just different. It's different. Well, yeah. it's different because it's bullshit. Because a lot of them aren't really bisexual. Some of them are for sure. Are you? But there's a lot of women. Fakers? I'm saying they're faking, dumb. <laughs> so they're putting on an act for us. <laughs> no. See, 
Don't break my fantasy. And there's no stigma attached to it, no social stigma. You know? Yeah. Some girls genuinely like girls, of course. But there's a lot of fake lesbians out there. We all know this. I know the girls that are in the porn that are girls are all real. I mean, oh, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, all that, all those A girls. lot of them. Yeah. Not all those girls. You can't say Most all those of girls. them. I mean, if, they, if they're not gay, they tell you. Well, I'm not talking about girls that are, like, into hardcore sex either. I'm talking about girls, like, making out with girls at bars and shit like right. that. Where they don't actually do anything oh, more. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that going on where they're doing it for yeah. attention. Well, you ever hear of lugs? Lugs? Lugs. It's a, it's a phrase in uh, high school and college the girls use. It's lesbian until graduation. No. Yeah. Like a lot of some girls That's just take. That's new? Well, I, I just, one of my friend's uh, daughters is a lug. Really? That's what she said. She said Whoa. She, she's only going to be a lesbian until she graduates. Wow. And then yeah. what happens? She graduates to cock. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happens. But <laughs> I like how you said that. Yeah. You'll raise your eyebrows. Uh, <laughs> new rules. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Yeah. Wow, lesbian until I've heard gay for the stay for guys that go in the into the prison. Oh, really? Yeah, you never heard of that? No, they go gay while they're in prison only, just gay for the stay. Gay yeah, for the well, stay. you never heard that, Brian? No. Well, you don't watch enough uh, Mexican gang movies. <laughs> <laughs> you don't watch enough Mexican gay porn. Settle down. I don't think there that exists. Does it? Yes. Yeah, you know because you're watching it oh, all the time. Oh, it's a trap. Oh, I tricked you. I drew you into my less than obvious my web. Lair. <laughs> Your <Are> gay you? <laughs> cave. <laughs> I caught you with a gay trap. <laughs> you fell on some gay spears. Dominic Herrera. Joseph, thank you for having me on, my it's brother. It's always a pleasure, my friend. We got to do this more often. Definitely. We're, we're back to playing pool like at least once a month, it seems like. I'm back after the 4th of July after I did the Atlantic City gig. I'll come back. I'm taking a couple days there, and then we'll, I'll be here for at least a month. Beautiful. What are, you, um, what are you doing this week? What do you got going on this week? This week, I'm, uh, I'm doing a, a thing for all the radio guys in Miami Beach, um, like all the disc jockeys. It's called a, a Boot Camp. For uh, all the like morning host. Oh yeah, and that's uh, that'll be fun. Cause what do you? What is it? What do you do? I just do stand up. I mean, is it like a show? I mean, like, well, j- I'm the show. I'm just to uh, give them a break from all the. It's like a convention. Oh, I see. And I then, see. And then they hire comedians to come and perform at the convention. Yeah. And oh, then, I didn't even know that disc jockeys have conventions like that. Yeah, that's I didn't know cool. either. I mean, I'd heard about it, but I never saw it. Why don't uh, we have a fucking convention? Why not? Why, we should have a fucking convention. We need we, we need a death squad celebration. Fun. Well, that's what Montreal is like. Well, the death squad bit. is would be yeah. fun. I'd love hanging out with. Yeah, Montreal guys. is that's the short. That's one one place that's that's a legit like celebration and gathering of comedians. Yeah, I'd but love I, after a while, I stopped doing it because it was like it would, it would kind of cost you money. You know, like I, if I spend like a week and a half in a place, I can't spend that much time away. You got to, you know. yeah, you're, well, you, you know, you created your own niche. You're smart. I mean, you never like going, that's why I'm surprised you're going to Brazil. Well, mm. I, I like working for the UFC too. You know, I don't, yeah. um, I think, I think you got to do more than one thing in life. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not happy when I'm doing like only one I thing. I agree. And I, I told you I'm doing Raging Bull 2 next week. Uh, one, I got a one day shoot. I'm playing Joey Lewis. The, Raging uh, Bull 2. Yeah. Now, you know, I, now, first of all, I guess Jake LaMotta must have all the rights to, to his obviously to his own life because uh-huh. I don't know how they could do it without he's he, he I think it's under his auspices but like you know it doesn't seem like Raging Bull to me without De Niro and Scorsese but I heard the script, the script was really good my who's, part's who's doing it who's directing Zach Efron is uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you know Jason who? Bieber as <laughs> Spencer Jake. Pratt as Jason you, did you look it up who's in it oh, I don't know I think it's on 
Isn't that funny though? One one day with the uh, one day at the Tropicana, one day Raging Bull Two. Yeah. So this Raging Bull Two, what is it? Uh, what's the the premise? Is it like his later life? I, after, I think it's uh, later. Boxing. Yeah. Who plays him? Uh, I think Joe Joe Bologna. It looks like it's. There's a guy named Joe Bologna. You never heard of Joe? <laughs> Don't say it like that. Well, I mean, William uh, Force Bologna. Yeah. Oh, uh, Bologna. Bologna like, like is it, like Italy. we call it Bologna, but Bologna, Italy's a, a, yeah. has a city. There's a. St- I know who, that Italy has a city, but that city can go fuck itself. That's Bologna. Hey, take it easy, <laughs> Joe. Okay. Who's uh, William Forsyth? Mm, Joe Montagna. Joe Montagna. Oh, Joe Montagna, the uh, the actor. Oh, he's a good actor. Famous actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. Paul Sorvino's in it. Oh, this is like a legit cast. Natasha Hendricks. Was it, was She's the chick from Species. Well, it wasn't no, legit when to, I was just in it. No, it wasn't. No, I had to, it, I had it to, took away credibility. I had, a, I had a Penelope Ann Miller. Okay, that's a that is a very legit cast. There's a lot of people. I'm is trying it, to scroll. Am I listed? Does uh, it say Dom Herrera in there? Uh, what kind of bullshit is this, Dom? I think it does. It better be goddamn they listed. did last week. Maybe they, they took me out. They, they, don't, they don't want a death squad boycott. You'll be listed. Oh, man. Dom Herrera. Yeah, see? Ah, you're That's my Tommy voice. Yeah, you're still listed. <laughs> I'm Dumb, listed. you're in the crowd. And you're also listed right before that for pound puppies, which is cute. I'm pound listed for puppies. <laughs> Am I really? Pound puppies? Are you serious? Yeah. Dom, you were on pound puppies? <laughs> Yo, I don't want to talk pound about puppy. it. I don't want to I don't want to ruin pound my puppies. my Italian guy image. <laughs> I was I was a, a beautiful dog on pound puppies. I think uh, <laughs> what, you, you, you were the the fraud princess. Yeah, I was. Are you were I was so beautiful. They thought I was a girl, but I was really a tough guy looking for a little, bada boom. What was uh? What was my? Who was my father in that? Like, uh, I'm my owner. I don't know. Uh, Ted, uh, like some famous actor that used to be. Where on. are you? Which one are you, Doc? <laughs> oh, I can't tell by looking. Oh, there. Uh, I think I'm the one with the. Let's get some volume on this. <laughs> I never heard it. Pound puppies, homeward pound. Now go, dogs, go. I'll be a Malamute's uncle. Bonus features include a lesson on how not to draw lucky. Uncle, <laughs> have some fun. Yeah, well, I, holy I, shit! <laughs> hey, Joe, you got to make a living, all right? That looks like it's designed to rob children of their brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks your brain out. Wait, when did you do that one? Uh, last year, I, I was uh, you know I played a, a few dogs in a few movies. I don't want to brag. I was in, <laughs> I was in uh, what was the Buck movie? at the Barnyard. What, what you was were in? Uh, Kevin? James. You were Duke the dog. I was Duke the dog. Yeah, and you also were in uh, Never Age. Joe cartoons is the way to go. Uh, cartoons is a great animation. Gig. If you could be like a voice of the symptoms, like Harry Shearer. Oh yeah, I mean Harry Shearer's rolling. Yeah, it. he's been doing that forever. You were on Doctor uh, Cats, Cats a lot. Yeah, I was the most. Yeah. I was on the most. I love that show. I love that guy. Yeah, John Katz. He's a hilarious comic. And uh, what was the other one? Uh, hey Arnold. I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. yeah, what was Hey Arnold again? Hey Arnold was great. He was the kid with the football head. Remember that? He had like I a football head, that. and uh, he was he lived in a, a he lived in a, a boarding house. He didn't have parents, but his grandparents and all the people loved him and took care of him. And I was well, I was Ernie Potts, demolition guy. <laughs> I'll, fuck, I'll level it today. He wanted to level everything. That's Hey Arnold. He's like, wow. he's like Stewie, but grown up. Do you, you like doing, like, little kid shows and cartoon oh, voices yeah. and stuff? It's fun, it's right? It's such a great contrast from our lives in nightclubs, you know. Right, right, like, right. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, I got to read a You'd be great at it, man. you do a lot of voices. Yeah, I could do some fake voices. They're real, Joe. Okay. But I do them, they're real. You know, some kid, she was so dumb. She goes, I was Duke the Dog, and I was in my DUI class. I, I took my the, one of my teachers, 
his kid loved the uh, loved barnyard, so I took a picture of Duke and signed it for her. She goes, "You don't look like Duke." I'm thinking, "You fucking idiot! It's a cartoon." God. How old was the kid? She was like eight or nine. Still, <laughs> you call the eight or nine year old a fucking idiot? Well, she was. I mean, she's a cute kid, but my God, uh, is it? Can't you tell it's animated? And on that note, Dom Irera, <laughs> thank you very thank much. Thank you for stopping by. Yeah, it's I always can't. a pleasure, Dom. Oh, You're one sake. of the funniest comics of all time, and oh. I'm proud to call you a friend. Love you, Rogan. Powerful Dom Irera can be found on Twitter. It's two R's in the beginning. Dom Irera, right? Two in the beginning. I R R E R A. I R R E R A. Don't fuck that up. I R R E R A. Follow him on Twitter. I promise he will use it as well as this young relative. <laughs> it will get Dom Irera to post photos. Perhaps a, uh, uh, an account with Instagram. Brian, can we make this happen? Nah. What the fuck are you saying, son? It's Instagram, not that early. Instagram can right eat my home. dick. Instagram can eat... Brian says Instagram can eat his dick. You hear that, Instagram? Wow. I say you reach out to Brian. Especially since they're owned by Facebook now. Well, so what? I like Facebook. What, do you hate Facebook? <laughs> Facebook's lame Don't now. be rude. Don't be mean. Facebook lame. Yeah, <laughs> this was live. This was live. I didn't know that. This motherfucker in Facebook. There's nothing wrong with Facebook. Son. Facebook's boring. Don't be a hater. MySpace isn't even boring. How about that? <laughs> Brian, you're a good kid. Get it together. So you haven't felt the lately you don't like Facebook as much. Like oh, I, I'm now, now quite honestly, I, it's already turning into MySpace for me. I don't yeah, even like going to it. No, Love quite honestly, I, I barely use it. Okay. I, I use it a little bit for See games, and I, I'll answer the occasional email. Damn it, really. Love ya. Thanks to the flashlight. Go to JoeRogan.net. Click on the link. Enter in the code name Rogan. Save yourself 10%. Thanks to 15%. Oh, did I say 10? Yeah. No, 10 is the next one. I should yeah. do these in order. Where they should both be the 15. Most. It should be 15, <laughs> goddammit. We'll get on that. Oh, we'll get, get on it. on it. That's a lot to give people every week. <laughs> Just raise it $5. I think flashlight's only good once. Just raise it 5%. You can't be like some pervert trying to... Save 15% off every week, jacking off into fake pussies. The end, that's the end. Show's over. Onnit.com, right. codename Rogan, 10% off there. Get some kettlebell, son. Stack on some fucking meat, son. Get yourself some, some farmer strength. All right, you dirty bitches. We'll see you next week. We got a lot of people next week. I got, uh, we're still trying to get in touch with Josh Barnett, but we got Giorgio Sukulos next week, Jim Norton next week. and what? Jim Norton? Yes, powerful oh, yeah. Jim Norton on the 27th. Sweet. And then on Friday, we got Adam Scorgi, who is the writer, director, producer of the movie The Union, that cannabis documentary that I was in many years back. Holla at your boy. See you dirty bitches next week. Big kiss. Love you all. Mwah.